Welcome to the second part of our chat with Donna. Take a notebook and note down all the information given in this episode so you can immediately update your profile. All right. I don't know which one's the best. I'm just going to choose based on the list I have in front of me. Adeline has prepared for us. These are questions from our community members. So these are people just like yourself. Mainly in our community, we have engineers, software engineers looking for jobs in Canada. So that just to give everyone a context. And this is questions that they have submitted to us before the show to ask Donna. So question number one, I normally keep my LinkedIn the same as my resume. Is it necessary to keep the LinkedIn profile and resume the same? Should I add more? Any suggestions? How do I get more views? All that fun stuff. So your LinkedIn profile is not your resume, right? It's not your resume. And your resume is something you keep in your back pocket and you decide who gets to see it. Your LinkedIn profile is public for the world to see. Anyone and everybody can see it. So you want to be really careful with the information that you're sharing because it's so public. Um, You also want to think in terms of a resume should be aligning you very specifically to a very, very specific job. With Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, you want to keep it a little bit more broad. I mean, I said earlier, you know, when you, you want to focus it on, on a job description, but that's only if you're really looking and looking very specifically. You, you normally want to keep it a little bit more open, make it more of that digital introduction, that first impression. And what I don't want to see is, I don't want to see that recruiter looking at your profile and saying, wow, this is awesome. I, I can't wait to learn more. Let me request her resume. And then the resume comes and it's identical to what they just saw. They're going to be disappointed. So I want, I want these things to build upon each other. I want, to, I want a recruiter. I want a hiring manager. I want an employer to always be learning more. So they want to call you in to learn even more in an interview. Okay. That makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, you're also trying to kind of create that um, desire to, to connect, Right. And that always yeah. comes from that suspense, that that element of, um, the, you know, the, there's something else to uncover. So you're yeah. kind of, it's like playing a game or gamifying that experience for them. You, that's, that's And you also don't really want to make it so easy for a recruiter to totally just dismiss you because you gave away mm-hmm. the farm. Right. Okay. So having that in mind, what would you put, like, um, I don't want to go too much into detail here, but would you put... Things like your achievements, your responsibilities, even the technology you worked with for each job, or would that be something that you feel is not necessary in your resume? So I believe that on LinkedIn, as, as well as your resume, quite honestly, the experiences should look kind of like the letter V. So the most current should have the most information. And as you go further and further into the past, it should start to taper. It should, should taper down because, you know, when we look five, 10 years ago, what you did then doesn't really pertain to where you want to go. And a lot of the stuff is already old hat and old fashioned and out of date anyway. So, you know, you don't need to have so much information throughout. It's really, what have you done for us lately? That's where you want to put the most information. There's nothing wrong with having some accomplishments on your LinkedIn profile especially if you are a job seeker. But, you know, I would be very careful in terms of the types of accomplishments because some of these things are confidential. Some of these numbers aren't things that your current company wants you to be sharing. You know, saved current company from bankruptcy three times in the last two years. (laughs) Like, 
No, <laughs> you know, helped major clients, you know, whatever name, stem their horrible turnover <laughs> rates with. And it, you've got to be very careful with some of that stuff that you're sharing. But at the same time, give a little, but don't put everything out there. Keep some things back and say, you can always say, you know, for more information or for a complete list of accomplishments, please request my resume. Great. Um, I think we have satisfied that question. So let's move to the next one. What are the most important sections of a LinkedIn profile? We should always be kept up to date. And I guess in this specific case, we were talking about technical recruiters and uh, what they would be paying attention to, but I think it applies to any role. So just what do you think there? The headline Always keep that headline because it, it just follows you everywhere you go. So that needs to be up to date. Just like I said before, the about section, as your strategy changes, that should be up to date. As things happen, make sure you're documenting it on your resume as well as your LinkedIn profile. You know, a lot of times if you scroll down, uh, there's the skills section. And so as you acquire skills, Absolutely. You can add 50 skills on your profile. I say, you know, make sure you have 50 skills. And as some of them become less interesting to you, delete them and add the new ones that you have acquired or the new ones that are suddenly more interesting to you. But as you also scroll down even further, you've got the accomplishments section. And, you know, those are it's something to think about. I mean, it's, it's kind of buried now. Very few people see it, um, but it is there. And, you know, you can have, if, if you do have a patent, if there's an organization you joined or a certification that you received, you know, don't forget it because those recruiters, they will dig, you know, maybe not everybody who's just checking you out, but when it comes time to, this is a potential candidate that I'd like to bring forward, they are going down, they are digging in and make sure you've got it all there. Because if it's between you and someone else, you know, make sure you're burying that other person. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's uh, that's great advice. Let's see what's our next question. What is a good structure for the about section? And since our session has been really focused on that, maybe just give us a quick recap of that. I know you already covered some parts. Yeah. I, you know, they collapse now. That about section collapses. Make the first sentence something interesting. Certainly don't just have, you know, something kind of boring. Make a person so engaged that they want to expand it. So, you know, the first part I said, you know, make it a eye-catching, an attention getter. Really start to build in the beginning, you know, who you are and what you've done. Like build that credibility up front, you know, include an accomplishment or two. It could be a career accomplishment. You know, something that you're really, really proud of and tell that story. I love it when people go in deep and talk about what do they represent? You know, what do they stand for? Why? Why are they doing this? Yep. You know, why did they decide to go down this crazy path and not another path? Did something happen that really made them realize that this was their, you know, their passion and their, where Holy. they want to be? You know, to me, that's what makes a profile really stand out when I get a warmth of that person's personality and I see some depth, that is when I'm, yeah, this person hit it out of the ballpark. Yes. I completely um, know what you're talking about, especially when we're looking at candidates to introduce to our hiring partners. That's definitely an important 
aspect, we, we have something we call the wow factor. So we try to kind of um, extract that from everyone's um, overall profile, whether we have your resume, LinkedIn, all the other interactions that we have with candidates. We always try to extract wow factors and kind of yeah. summarize them and um, present them to hiring partners because that's what they want from us, right? They want to understand why is this candidate so special? Why should we be talking to this candidate as opposed to all the other people like in your community? Why do you think this candidate is a great match for us? And so give us opportunities, like give recruiters opportunities to do that and make it easy, make their jobs easier so they can quickly identify you and pass you over to the right people that need to see your profile because it's... And guys, you've got to feel bad for these poor, you know, recruiters who are going through mind-numbing amounts of LinkedIn profiles that are boring and dull. Give them a little Easter egg, give them something, and suddenly you will be shocked. Just a little tiny bit of effort will make that person, whoa, this is interesting. I haven't seen interesting in the last thousand profiles I checked out. And opportunities start to flood in. Absolutely. Wise words, people. Listen, listen to Donna. Um, (laughs) So somebody asked, is the auto option from LinkedIn good enough? It's terrible enough. (laughs) It's terrible enough. What is it? And tell us why it's bad. So when you create your LinkedIn profile and it's basically empty, LinkedIn tries to help you. They recognize that the profile is not easy, and so they they do. They try to help you fill it out as best as, as you can. And so at least within the About section, they will autofill. They'll say, oh, you know, we looked at all of the things that you've done, and we've created this paragraph that is mm-hmm. absolutely horrifying. We'd like for you to use it to, you know, represent yourself online. <laughs> mm-hmm. And... It's so easy to accept it. I know it's easy. No one wants to write about themselves. Everything I'm saying is kind of scary, you know, having to, to write about what moves you. I know it's hard, but it doesn't move anyone. It doesn't impress anyone. It's better than nothing, but better accept than nothing it for... Better than nothing is not going to get you the job. Yeah, it's not going to get you anything. So it's not even going to auto- get you an interview. So Yeah, the auto option, just, just say no. Just say no. Great advice. The immortal words of Nancy Reagan. Reagan, just say no. (laughs) Keep keep safe out there. Keep it safe. Um, All right. Great stuff. Let's move to the next one. There's so much stuff. Um, How important is the skills and endorsement section? You know, I believe that it plays a big role in search. You know, if you have a, you know, strategic relationships or, you know, what pick a keyword, pick a strength, a core competency, and it's there and you've got a ton of endorsements. Like people have actually have gone in there and said, yeah, this person's, you know, they're, they're kicking it out. You know, this is great. I do believe that the LinkedIn algorithm will reward you with higher placement if, you know, a recruiter or someone is searching and doing like a Boolean type of query and, strategic relationships or, you know, whatever that, that core competency is, is part of it. I believe it will help you move up and you want to get as far up as possible within those search results. So I do believe that having endorsements is great. I think recommendations though is better. Okay. All right. So you want to balance it, you know, make sure you have the right skills ask for endorsements. The only way to get them really is to ask. So ask your best friends, ask some people, spend a little bit of time, get some endorsements. The top three are the ones that are featured 
Mm-hmm. And guys, if you have Microsoft Word listed as your t- <laughs> like one of your top three endorsements, go and change that now. All right, because my son who is in first grade is learning it. <laughs> so yeah. it's no longer a differentiator. Yes, especially um, the folks in our audience. I mean, if the, I hope that's not your case, but if it is, then yeah, we've got some work to do. Um, oh, I see executives with Microsoft yeah. Word up there. It's You know what it is? It's no one ever scrolls down far enough. Yeah. And they forget that it's even there. And the funny thing is actually when LinkedIn is matched, I've, I've seen this personally as well. When LinkedIn tries to match you to jobs, it really considers those skills. And uh, when it's recommending you to different positions and it also do, does the same also for recruiters, right? So when recruiters use LinkedIn talent solutions that LinkedIn provides, let's not get into that, but you're going to be recommended to jobs or they're going to see you as a recommendation based on those skills as well. Yeah. So just make sure it's clean and makes sense. You don't need to go crazy, I guess, but at least it needs to make sense overall. Yeah, I, I say go back to the job description and yeah. really see how are they describing that role mm-hmm. and, you yeah. know, really try to make sure that as long as they match you, those are the ones that you have on your mm-hmm. profile. Okay. Makes sense. Another interesting question. I think this is a good one. So one of our more experienced candidates asked, um, is it worth to list all the technologies I have experience with at my age? This may be a long list to read. And I'm afraid that someone might think that I'm bragging, exaggerating, or it's just, I don't know, too much or whatever. What, what do you feel about that? It, what this would your goes, be? Yeah, this, this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, which is project into the future, align yes. yourself. To, so like, if you have some old stuff, you know, take it out. It doesn't matter that you did it. If you don't want to do it again, get rid of it. If no one's looking for it, get rid of it. Yep. And you have to think to yourself, what is my narrative? What is my story? Who am I? Where do I want to go? What do I want to do? What does that future state look like? That's what needs to be on your profile. That's what needs to be in your resume. Because if you're only painting the picture of the past, you're going to be going around in circles. Back to the future, folks. That's the advice. <laughs> Back to the future. Amazing. Amazing. Somebody asked about how can I get more attention in CSR and ESG? First of all, I completely forgot what these mean. Um, <laughs> do you know what they mean? Or Adeline, do you know what that means? What, what are we talking about here? You know, I'm going to just say, let's, let's look at it in at like the top level. Like how do you just get attention for any type of discipline or category within LinkedIn? And, you know, again, think in terms of keywords, that's big, but you know, if you want to get some attention post, so figure out what's going on, what's trending in that industry, in those areas. And then, you know, post it mm-hmm. just, this isn't even on the LinkedIn piece necessarily. Just start posting. But when you're posting, think about the people that are in those areas and what hashtags might they be following. Mm-hmm. And make sure that you include three hashtags that are strategically related to mm-hmm. that area and what you're writing about. Mm-hmm. And do it continuously. Do it with some consistency. 
you know, post, make sure you have the right hashtags, maybe even find some influencers in those areas that you can tag and bring into your conversation as well as, you know, it's, it's not easy on the free version of LinkedIn to really say, Hey, these are the people that I want to follow and please elevate them. So I always see them. So you can actually Mm -hmm. just bookmark their statuses, their recent activity and like, see, you know, what are they posting? And then make sure you jump into that conversation. And that's just a way of networking in your pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> networking in your pajamas. I like that. You actually mentioned a point. This is going to be the last question from the community side. You made a comment about the free version of LinkedIn. So question is, is it worth paying for LinkedIn? It, it is in the long run. But okay. what I say to people is don't ask me the question. Don't ask me about paying for LinkedIn until you know that you're using it and you're seeing a return on it. And honestly, the free version is really, for most people, it is fine. But Mm -hmm. once you start to really use LinkedIn and you start to see that return, you start to see good things happening, at that point, you will start to feel somewhat tethered. You'll start to say things like, you know what? I really want to see all of those people who are you know, viewing my profile. I don't want to just see the last five. I want to see like 90 days of the people who are checking me out. You know, yeah. I want to have, I want to be able to run searches day in and day out. I don't want to keep hitting that limit. You know, you'll, you'll start to say things like, you know, when I search, I want to have more opportunities and more filters. Once you start to think like that, it's time to pony up, boy, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that's more than enough for this session. We have so much stuff to edit and uh, put out there for our folks. Uh, We'll try to capture a lot of this in the notes so that make it easier for people to navigate all these, but uh, we've already covered so much. And I think folks, if you just listen to this session a couple of times and just pick up some of the notes, I'm sure you're going to get a huge return on your investment in terms of um, time it would take you to just listen to all these great advice. But before we leave and wrap up the session, final thoughts, final tips, tricks, maybe you just want to give us uh, some insight into, you know, what we should be focused on if if we really care about our our LinkedIn and things we should be um, thinking about. I would say everybody out there should take a look at the profile and look at it try to use like a fresh set of eyes to really look at it and, and say, is this, does this fit where I'm going and who I am and who I want to be? And then carve some time out to go through it. The big issue I find is people think, oh, I'll, I'll do it. And it's 15 minutes. <laughs> it's a 15. It's not a 15 minute job, guys. This, it takes time to really go through and do it and do it right. But it is worth it. You will see a return. There is opportunity in those woods there. Um, what I would suggest is do visit my website, linkedin-makeover.com. I have a section, it's called free resources and it is free resources. I somehow convinced my editor of my For Dummies book to allow me to give away three free chapters which is kind of insane. You only give away one free chapter, but with COVID Mm -hmm. and everything that's going on, I I just said, no, we need to give away three, three chapters. And they said, okay. So you can download three free chapters of my book. You can access my LinkedIn headline generator, which is an app. It's an online app and you just Mm -hmm. choose your terms, you choose your keywords and it spits out an optimized LinkedIn headline for you. 
it makes it super easy to come up with it. I've got mm-hmm. uh, a text formatter. I've got background image library of pre-chosen, pre-formatted images. There's a slew of things in there. Go and have fun. Enjoy it. And, um, and then make sure you follow me on LinkedIn and, and give me a little shout out so I can see what you guys did to your profiles. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in case somebody, for whatever reason, doesn't have the time or doesn't feel like they want to go at it alone and they need your expert help. Can you just tell us a little bit about your services that you offer? What would that experience look like for someone? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm one of those crazy people. I try to be as transparent (laughs) as possible on my website. So I actually have all of the services listed along with the pricing. (laughs) So no one has to guess, can I afford this? It's all there. You can see every little bit of the service, what you get out of it, what are the deliverables and what is the investment? Because it is an investment. It's not an expense. You will see it come right back to you and your your salary, you know, year over year. But ultimately, if if you just visit linkedin-makeover.com and you don't go to the free resources section, but you go to the services section, I try to provide, I have a DIY kit. So, you know, if you want to try to do it yourself, but you need a little bit of assistance, that's there. We've got services that are highly consultative. We've got other services that there's no consultation at all. You just fill out a questionnaire, you send us your resume, and we turn around a LinkedIn profile for you without even talking to you. It's really what makes sense for you and for your budget and for your time commitment. But, you know, it is hard and we've been doing it a long time. And I do believe that you need to shine online and we're going to help you do it as best as we can. Thank you so much, Donna. I think you've already helped, but um, we're going to include the links to your website and just help people be able to reach out to you if they have questions or if they need more guidance. But I think you've already given us more than enough to get started. And uh, if anyone's interested in taking it to the next level, you know who to reach to. And I want to once again, thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom. I know 6,000 profiles of experience is a lot, more than enough. And so um, I'm, I'm very grateful for the information that you shared with us and all your experience. And it was just a pleasure talking to you. I think I learned a lot and you have a great energy. And I think that's also important when you're doing such a difficult task. So thank you again. Mo, thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you all. All right. Uh, Thank you folks for tuning in. Uh, You know where to find the sessions. Adelie's going to get the links to you. If you're part of our community, let us know what you think about the session. If you have more follow-up questions, we'd be happy to pass them on to Donna and we'll kindly ask her to Uh, send responses if it's something that she can um, respond to. And please keep in touch. We we definitely want to know more about what you think. And if there's more questions coming in, uh, and if if there's a lot, we might even ask Donna for a follow-up session later on. And uh, if she accepts that, we would would love to do that. Uh, So thank you so much, everyone. Have a great day wherever you are. Bye-bye. That was it. Thank you for listening until the end. If you'd like to be announced when we post new podcasts and if you want to receive weekly articles that will help you with your job-seeking journey, sign up for our newsletter. You'll find the link in the description of this podcast along with all the important mentions from this episode. Thank you again and stay safe.